0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Was that Lionel Messi's last game in the Champions League with Barcelona? Who knows, but PSG go through against Barca and of course, Liverpool, a very resilient LFC beats RB Leipzig. This is our champions league Wednesday recap. We got Jimmy Conrad stay right here. Geo lasso begins right now. Hey everybody. Welcome to Kago lasso our Wednesday champions league recap. Jimmy Conrad, how are you brother?
2: Hi, I'm good. I'm excited, like always. I am high on life, as you guys know. And I am sad to see Messi get knocked out of the Champions League as well. But that means we're going to have some new kings in the castle. So it'll be interesting to see who ends up uh, winning this whole big enchilada, as it were.
1: Absolutely. And that really is the setting for uh, today, uh, tonight, uh, and the recap and the narrative. As you mentioned, of course, PSG goes through Beating Barcelona overall uh, in two legs. And as you mentioned, new kings have arrived in town. It was a one-all on uh, the second leg, but overall PSG win 5-2. We're going to dissect the game a little bit here. But the overall theme here is that no Lionel Messi, no Cristiano Ronaldo uh, in the Champions League this season. And this is possibly Messi's last game for Barcelona in the Champions League. And, you know, there's a lot to unpack here, but really this is. Uh, the beginning of a new kingdom with Kylian Mbappé and, of course, Erling Haaland. But let's focus a little more here on PSG Barcelona. Uh, Jimmy Conrad, uh, how did you see this game?
2: Well, I actually thought Barcelona played pretty well, all things considered. Uh, I was a little nervous because they had been doing pretty well in a 3-1-4-2 in recent weeks, most notably coming back against Sevilla in the second leg of the Copa del Rey semifinals after being down two goals and then winning 3-2 to book their ticket for the final. So I thought, okay, we're probably going to see more of the same, but they only started two center backs. But when the game got started, we saw Frankie de Jong actually slide in between the two center backs, and they did play that three, but they played a 3-4-1-2 with Antoine -Antoine Griezmann playing underneath and Messi and Dembele as the out-and-out strikers. If you guys watched this game or if you didn't, there was a thunderbolt of a goal uh, from Leo Messi, one of the best Ooh. he's probably ever scored in the Champions League. It's ridiculous. But his strike partner, Ushman Dembélé, is probably more of the storyline because he had so many chances that he squandered. And if he just could have scored one of those, especially early on, I really feel like we might have had a different outcome here. I had Barcelona winning this one, and both, both teams to score. Leo Messi also missed a penalty. I didn't think it was a penalty anyway, so I'm like, well, whatever. All things considered. And then the Killian Mbappe penalty, which Mario Accardi tripped over Langlais. This is just—they're the worst calls. Oh, it's, we, the so of, it's the bad. end
1: of football, Jimmy. It's the end of football. It's, I hate it's, those
2: it's, it's so bad and, and it's It's
1: God. just terrible It's oh. just, I mean, I don't want to dwell on this too much Because there's much more to discuss But it, it, to me, in my opinion And Jimmy, I know that you agree It's just the end of the game It's just, there is no uh, actual, uh, you know, uh, intent from Langlet. It's just two people running And then, you know, there's a trip It's just, it's just bad just also play.
2: also i think what needs to be taken into consideration and i highly encourage all of you go to twitter go to ucla ucla that's where i went to school go to <laughs> ucl on cbs sports uh, the twitter handle they have all the highlights but this one this first goal from from psg where mbappe scores a great penalty but prior to that the ball's not even going to Acardi. like the cross is coming in a cardi gets tripped up by langley who's not even looking at the and they call a pe- it just i could not believe he called the penalty and we need to take into account that this is a Premier League referee. Premier League has had an absolute shocker with VAR since it's come into his, in, into existence. I'm emotional right now. So I, I wonder if that comes into, I don't know, just, just, just shocking, shocking calls. And then the one that Messi got as well, Griezmann, Krasawa both kind of going going for the same ball. Krasawa gets there first, and then Griezmann hits the bottom of his cleat, and they call him out of pen. I just, what, what are we even doing? And so yeah. that pisses me off a little bit because... I don't know. I guess they kind of evened out, and Messi just missed his penalty, and Mbappe scored his. But yeah, it's just unfortunate. I thought Barcelona actually was pretty good, and and really showed signs of. it. I was encouraged. Sergino Dest, I thought, did a had a pretty good game. All things considered, I, I think still- he won a penalty.
1: Actually, the one that should have happened was maybe uh, yeah, one for argument.
2: Navas, that's right. So,
1: so he did have a good game. I agree. I think overall, on the course of two legs. Uh, the right team went through. So, 100%. 100%.
2: So, at, so
1: at least that happened. And yes. also, you know, Messi's uh, uh, shout out to Kaylor Navas uh, with that save that hit the crossbar. I mean, what a tremendous asset for PSG. Uh, he, he really has been. But over the course of two legs, I think the course is that the PSG deserved to go through. I agree with you. I think Barcelona played a good game today. But Did it
2: you- wasn't enough. It
1: yeah, wasn't yeah. enough. They Not needed closely. to score early. Like I'm talking first five minutes mm-hmm. and, and that really just didn't happen. And, and we go back to, to this theme where, you know, killing Mbappé and co are just too much Mbappé by the way, uh, becoming the fastest player uh, to score uh, youngest player to score 25 in the champions league. I'm sure. And Alan will very yeah. soon. Uh, but overall, overall PSG did enough and Barcelona didn't do enough uh, to make it happen. It was it was always going to be almost impossible for this one.
2: Yeah, it was going to be a, a tall order, given the fact that we knew PSG were going to score. The last time they hadn't scored in a home Champions League game was 22 games ago in October 2015. So they were going to do it. And they really never had any answers for Mbappe. Though I will say, Mingüeza, who started the game, came off after 35 minutes and they put on Junior Firpo. And I thought Junior Furpo did an excellent job of being on Mbappe pretty much from that point on. And Mbappe couldn't really find any space, which makes me wonder why didn't they just put Junior Firpo, <laughs> start him from the very beginning of leg one, because I thought he did an excellent job of, of just making it difficult for, for Killian to find the space that he likes to find and, and run at teams. Yeah. I I, I, uh, I do want to give a shout out to Kaylor Navas. I have tweeted this out a couple times. I feel like he is so underappreciated. 100%. Uh, that he deserves more credit for Real Madrid's success when they won three consecutive Champions League titles. And now he goes to PSG, and his experience showed once again. And if PSG make and make another deep run, he's only been with the team one season. What did they get to? They got to their first ever Champions League final. He's with them again. And now, if the draw goes their way, they could find themselves in yet another Champions League final with Keeler Navas between the sticks. And it's not a mystery as to why. The guy's just solid. He knows exactly what he's a winner. He, the guy's a winner. And I've got nothing but love for him. And I actually think that he'll go down as one of the best CONCACAF players of all time, if not the best, given all of his success.
1: 100%. Preach, put it on a billboard. I totally agree. There's nothing to add on that. By the way, fun fact, whenever uh, Keylor Navas travels back to Costa Rica to see his family, uh, he has his own terminal uh, in the airport.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's next level. That is next level.
1: All right. Uh, any final thoughts of this game, uh, Jimmy? And obviously, we don't know who they will get uh, in the draw. Uh, two things, actually. We don't know who PSU will get, but you, I think it's safe to say that this is a confidence builder. Neymar didn't even play in this one. So it's a really big boost. And if things go their way, as you mentioned, they could go far once again.
2: They could. Absolutely. I think they were a little nervy to start. They looked like they were playing with something to lose as opposed to something to gain. And that was even after they'd scored the goal, which should have relaxed them a little bit more. So that makes me a little bit nervous in terms of the tactics from Mauricio Pochettino. That said, when Neymar comes back into the team, when Di Maria actually starts, when they have everybody at their disposal, they're going to Moise be a tough. as to beat. well.
1: Moise Ken wasn't playing. Uh, they
2: got they got, they got, got some players. And Verratti higher up the field makes them tick in a little bit of a different way. So as long as they can eliminate just dumb mistakes. And Keeler Navas, again, he's a reason. He makes the saves that you want him to make, and then he makes a couple of extra. He always keeps you in the game, and I think you always have a chance when he's uh, in the team. And then with regard to Barcelona, really quick, I feel like... We have been absolutely spoiled, absolutely spoiled being able to watch Leo Messi play at this level for such a long time. And it's sad to think that he might not be with Barcelona for another Champions League. Now, he'll probably move on to City or even PSG. So we'll still see him, but in a different way. Like, this is an end of an era in some ways. And I'm kind of emotional about it, to be honest.
1: Absolutely. absolutely. It's the first thing I tweeted once the game was over. This is, I mean, for the nostalgic and anybody that really knows... Uh, especially not even if you're just a Barcelona fan, everything. I mean, this this kid left Argentina as a kid, not knowing anything, not knowing anyone outside his country and started his career at Barcelona. Messi is Messi and talent and the, the God's gift that he has received. You can't take that away, but make no mistake about it. Being at La Masia and working under so many great coaches is just incredible. I mean, I'm talking like he's left already, but, you know, Joan Laporta, the new president will do his absolute best to try and make sure to stay but this might as well have been maybe his last game in the champions league for barcelona that's that's quite something i think uh quite quite something all right we're going to take a break here when we come back liverpool liverpool a little confidence boost there for liverpool as they beat rb leipzig in two legs stay right here kebo lasso wednesday recap champions league will be right back Hey, Kegolazo family. I just wanted to take a a little moment here to thank you so much for supporting the show. Don't forget, by the way, that we are on Twitter Gego Golazo Pod and we'd love to hear from you send us a tweet send us a comment a question we will always try and answer it in the show the other thing is on Apple Podcasts if you head over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe please leave a rating a five star rating of course and a review and you can ask a question there as well we love to communicate and engage with you guys it's always the best way for us to keep growing and for you to support the show we're on Spotify Stitcher. CBSports.com, But please, please keep those comments, keep those messages, keep those questions. There is so much more Gago Lasso coming. Champions League, Europa League, Weekend Preview, super fun one-on-one interviews, Weekend Recaps, and so much more. Jimmy Conrad, Heath Pierce, James Bench, Jonathan Johnson. Just the amount of talent is ridiculous. And so is this show. Keep supporting Gago Lasso on CBS Sports. Welcome back, everybody. Champions League Wednesday recap. Liverpool, Jimmy Conrad. Liverpool uh, got a much needed victory. And I say that more than just a literal fact. Figuratively, emotionally, uh, a big win for them. Overall, they win 4-0. A a really good uh, performance. Resilient, I think, uh, against RB Leipzig. Talk to me about this game.
2: What I loved from Jurgen Klopp was and this is going to sound kind of obvious putting his players in their best positions but for him to finally trust his young center backs who he wasn't trusting up until this point and putting Fabinho out of the center back position and into where he is best at the CDM spot the number 6 spot holding that space in, in front of the back four was a masterstroke and maybe I'm giving him too much credit to call it a masterstroke but Sometimes you gotta get out of your own way to have success. And I really feel like Jurgen Klopp was trying to put his best players on the field, but with Fabinho in that spot, everybody just ticks a little bit different. Thiago Alcantara doesn't have to hold as much. He can play a little bit more box to box. I thought he was very impressive. He was very and all good. All of them player. was the same. And then really what happens too, when you have midfielders that are committed to going forward and, and maybe breaking the lines in the attack, That allows Mane and Salah and Diego Jota to drop into these spots. And it makes it very difficult for defenders. Like, do I follow Jota into midfield? But then I leave that gap open for somebody else to run into. And then you got, you know, uh, Andy Robertson and Trent Alexander, Arnold bombing forward. And Liverpool become very unpredictable and very hard to slow down. It was a very good performance from them. They scored some very good goals. And what I saw from RB Leipzig was just them reacting. They weren't. weren't i don't feel like they were ever on the front foot i feel like liverpool were always really in control of this game and that really speaks to their experience and the professionalism and and really just out thinking in some ways rb leipzig and saying okay we see you guys you're kind of the young upstarts you got some talented players but we're still liverpool And, and that means something and we're going to show you what that means today and i thought they had another very good performance i actually liked it better than leg one where they got they got gifted two goals this time they created two goals two very good goals and it looked easy and that it is. And it isn't easy against a team like RB Leipzig, who are still in the hunt for winning the Bundesliga title, only two points behind Bayern Munich. They're still a very good team. Liverpool's like, yeah, 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 we're Liverpool. And, and that showed. And I was honestly, I was super impressed with their performance today. And I think there's these little things that, that are making the difference. One is Fabinho starting in the sixth spot. And then Diego Jota comes in and he brings a different energy. I love Bobby Firmino. I think he, he's another player that doesn't get the credit he deserves and is a little bit underrated. Uh, even though he's not scoring or whatever, he's such a good combination player. And he's so smart at how, how he pulls center backs out of spots so that Mane and Salah can run into those areas. But there's something about Jota that's just providing a different spark. And when you have all three of those guys who can play the false nine, it makes it hard for center backs to know, like I said before, when to step into midfield and when to hold their spot. Ultimately, they're creating numerical advantages or exploiting space. It's, it's honestly a joy to watch. When Liverpool are playing at, at the top of their game, it's awesome.
1: Yeah. A much needed victory. I tweeted before this game even started. I said it on CBS Sports HQ. That was their biggest game of the season. It may not have been the most entertaining, right? But it was the most important game. Because of everything that's just been going on, and they just needed that boost, that confidence boost, uh, that emotional uh, Mm -hmm, sense mm -hmm. that of you belong. You're the defending champion of the Premier League. You won the Champions League two seasons ago. This is your time to now show what you can do. And I thought, like you said, it was a very resilient performance. Four nothing aggregate, two nothing in both games. They didn't concede a goal. They were very resilient. I think Thiago was fantastic in this one. Um, I think shout out to Phillips and Quebec at the back as well. And to your point about Diego Jota I think they just became so much more mobile up front Diego Jota was moving left When Mane came center Which happened in the goal When Origi uh, with that great cross So it was just like you said A very professional game And I will add That I think playing outside of Anfield Helped them Because it it just like they didn't need, they didn't have the pressures and and sort of the six straight uh, home losses in the league like that, that they didn't have to worry about that. They were in a neutral place. They felt comfortable. And they said, you know what, let's play our football. Let's see what we can do. Uh, And they did. And I think playing outside of that, outside of Anfield, helped them a little bit. I'm not saying that that's always going to be the case, but I think in this very moment, when there's so many things going on with them, uh, they needed that. And it was a very good win.
2: Yeah, it was a very good win. I'm looking at their schedule now, and they play away to Wolves on the weekend. Then they have the international break, so they'll finally get to rest a little bit. Then they play away to Arsenal. So it's probably a good thing, right? They, they find themselves in a decent spot. They're going to get a little bit of rest and a couple away games. And right now, they are in eighth in the table, only five points behind West Ham for that fifth spot, but uh, seven behind Chelsea for that fourth. So they've got some work to do, but... This could be the catalyst to, to really kick them on. And with a little bit of rest from the international break, maybe maybe that coupled with a win on Wolf, against Wolves this upcoming week. I mean, who knows? That, that's more than possible that they could start to turn things around and, and maybe scrape into the top four.
1: Yeah, I'm going to sound like a broken record here, everybody, but it's true. I think that uh, winning this tournament, the Champions League, is really their only hope of getting Champions League. I think that Chelsea is on fire. I think Manchester United would hold on there. I think Man City obviously already has it. So it's really about that fourth spot. Uh, you know, obviously Leicester City right there, but we still don't know. But I think there's still too many teams that are still also fighting for that. So I think I know, here I know. It is, it's, it's just winning this tournament right now, Jimmy, is the biggest thing. So as we talked about PSG, right? And if they get the right uh, draw, they could get to the final. How far can Liverpool go in the Champions League? Champions League, forget about the league for a second, just Champions League with this squad because they, they're still injured, Ridden. Right? The, Virgil van Dijk is not coming back anytime soon. Uh, Henderson, I'm not really sure. How far can they go? I, I know it depends on the draw, but still, though, you know, I'm wondering if, uh, if they can go far in this one because they know how much is at stake.
2: Yeah, I, I can sense some urgency from Liverpool, which I really liked. I thought maybe with the two goal lead, they would maybe sit back similar to PSG, where a little nervy and, and nervous about. Making those passes, making those runs, not maybe taking those risks because they don't want to get countered going the other way. And they, I didn't see any of that. I thought, again, that was a really professional performance. My big fear now when I look at the schedule is that all the teams that you mentioned that are above Liverpool that are competing for these, these spots, Leicester, Chelsea, West Ham, Everton, Tottenham, they don't play any of those teams in the remaining games. And that hurts because if you want to try to catch those teams, it helps if you can win three points directly off of them, which means there might be even more emphasis on the Champions League. So yes, obviously the draw is very important. I do think Fabinho going back into midfield has unlocked some things. And I think that Williams and, and Kabak getting that confidence that we can, we can get a clean sheet against a very good opponent. Jurgen Klopp can trust us to get results. Allison can trust us as as a goalkeeper that we're going to be in good spots. That could be something that unlocks a few things for Liverpool. And I bet you if this goes well for them as they finish the season strong, Jurgen Klopp will kick himself for not trusting his younger center backs earlier and not putting Fabinho in his best spot. And, And obviously that will be something we'll have to wait to see if this actually is going to be proven to be true.
1: Yep, very good point there, my friend. All right, that was Champions League Wednesday recap. Jimmy Conrad, thank you so much, brother. Any final thoughts before we say goodbye?
2: No, but goodbye goodbye to Leo Messi uh, playing with Barcelona. I think that's done and dusted. I don't think anything the new president, Laporta, can do at this point. I just don't think the team's good enough and they're in such financial disarray off the field. They're not going to be able to bring in other players to surround him to make him feel confident enough that they're going to win anything a consequence and so if they don't win Copa del Rey they might not win any trophies this season so because uh Atleti won today and they have a six-point gap now everything's all square with games so I don't know it's interesting times for Barcelona and Leo Messi in particular but yeah keep your eye on it
1: my god Messi not with Barcelona anymore crazy it's gonna take me a while to get used to it Jimmy Conrad always a pleasure my friend
2: always a pleasure hanging out with you Luis
1: Hey everybody i want to thank jimmy conrad for joining me today don't forget twitter kegolazo pod we're on youtube youtube.com forward slash kegolazo spotify stitcher apple podcast cbs we are everywhere we're going to come back as well because we have so much more europa league preview which is already out weekend preview as well and we can recap at the end of the week keep supporting us thank you so much and have a great rest of your week